For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Sollins. The Cadet Corps Committee meets with the Home Affairs Minister to brainstorm the future of the organization. Here's Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller. This meeting was an opportunity for the Home Affairs Minister to meet the members of the committee and to discuss the strategic plans for the continued development and growth of the Cadet Corps. Lieutenant Colonel Errol Brathwaite. The Cayman Islands Cadet Corps is in its 20th year of existence, a period filled with amazing experiences that have benefited our youth across all three islands tremendously as the Cadet Corps moves into the future. With the cooperation and the support of the Cadet Corps Committee, we look forward to providing many more exciting training and development opportunities on offer and being planned for those joining the Cayman Islands Cadet Corps. The committee chair, Commander Robert Scotland, and his fellow members say they're thankful for the opportunity to serve and advance the vision of the Cadet Corps. This is an ideal opportunity for our young people, as individuals who graduate from the Cadet Corps are able to easily transition into employment in the various uniform services and non-uniform entities through the skills and disciplines received while participating in the Cadet Corps program. The Cadet Corps has more than 200 cadets today with detachments at Clifton Hunter High School, John Gray High School, Triple C, and Lehman Eastcott High School. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. The committee will meet on the third Friday of every month with the first official meeting scheduled for tomorrow. Staff at Public Works on Cayman Brack have been carrying out some much-needed works on tourist sites across the island. Stairways, steps, and other structures are being repaired and replaced at various locations. The Brack is known as an eco-friendly destination, so all nature trails and outdoor locations are kept safe for visitors and locals alike. Rebecca's Cave and Parrot Walk are just a few of the locations on the list for a facelift. Pamela Webster is the new Chief Executive Officer of the National Children's Voluntary Organization. I'm very pleased to be in this position as I've been supporting the NCVO for over 25 years, thanks to Miss Olive Miller, OBE, one of the co-founders. I've always done charity and fundraising part-time within my career, and I hope to bring the business acumen from that IT sector into the charitable world. It is a great challenge to run a charity as a business, but we have a fantastic team. Webster leaves behind a career as a cybersecurity software specialist to focus on the NCVO and its fundraising efforts. Well, I hope to utilize my years of experience in regional relationship management across 12 countries and meeting with a lot of large financial and legal sector clients to again bring the message upstairs from the community street to the boardroom to let corporate responsibility lead the way with charity. The charity operates a 24 by 7 residential foster home for up to 10 boys, an infant and toddler nursery, and teaches 50% of students in Miss Nadine's preschool. To learn more on this charity and their work, visit ncvo.org.ky or call 949-2124. Cayman Islands government scholarship recipients get the boost they need for the new academic year. More from CIGTV's Donna Bush. On Monday evening, Cayman Islands government scholarship recipients, their parents and guardians, government ministers and other dignitaries celebrated scholarship awardees at an event just for them. Chairman of the Education Council, Mr. Shamari Scott, shared the story of his tertiary education and he had this to say to the students. There are three things. One, get your books. 
Two, immerse yourself and enjoy every moment of it. Soak it up. Because it will be the best. Yes. Alright. And three, this one's from me. Leave your imprint on this life. And in this chapter, as you will be for many, the first time persons would have interacted with Ikemanian, leave an imprint on everybody you meet. Be the best you and make the lives better of those who came in contact with you, the person, and make sure that they know that you're from the greatest country on earth. Remarks by a past student and parent were also made, while tips on how to stay focused at university and keep track of spending, amongst other things, were shared with the recipients. Start dates for the new academic school year have been released. More from Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego. The Department of Education Services, DCS, has released the dates when government schools on all three islands, including primary, secondary, the Lighthouse School, and the Cayman Islands Further Education Center, SIFEC, will reopen for regularly enrolled students. All government primary schools are scheduled to reopen for all students on Thursday, August 25, 2022. All government high schools, including SIFEC, are scheduled to reopen for all students on Tuesday, August 30th. Year 12 students enrolled at SIFEC, including those who have not yet been notified of their dual entry status are required to report to the institution for registration, consultation, and guidance based on the first letter of their surname on August 25th and 26th, 2022. DES has also released the 2022 new student orientation schedule for primary schools, high schools, SIFEC and Lehman E. Scott Senior High School. Access to the complete 2022-2023 academic school calendar can be found on the schools.edu.ky website. Shanda Gallego, Radio Cayman News. The new academic year will soon begin and the Lloyd Barker Foundation's Ready, Set, Learn Back to School drive is gearing up to help fill your kids' backpacks and give them everything they need to learn in style. So this back to school drive is an opportunity for students to come on out to get uh, school supplies, particularly school supplies that they might not have been able to obtain prior or just to have an uplift of school supplies for their school year. It's also an opportunity for the students to just enjoy some time before they really get back into the hard work and the focus on the academic year. We have a lot of fun activities there for the students to engage and enjoy. Now in its fourth year, founder Lloyd Barker says some families encounter difficulties in supplying everything students need for school. As a result, the drive helps to bridge the gap. He says the initiative has helped many students and families during this time of year, including the sister islands. We have been able to execute the drive successfully in Cayman Brack, and we are really excited about doing that again for a second year. The response last year was just really beautiful, and we're looking forward to being able to meet and greet the students and really just be able to give the students a great time over on the BRAC as well. Along with giving out items such as school bags, pencils, crayons, composition books, calculators, and geometry sets, the back-to-school drive will feature free haircuts, face painting, activities for kids, light refreshments, and surprise giveaways. It all happens from 1.30 until 4 p.m. on Saturday, August 20th at the R. 
Park in Kamana Bay and on Sunday, August 21st from 10.30 a.m. until 3.30 p.m. at the Aston Ruddy Center in Cayman Brack. If you're interested in donating to the foundation, email poe by Lloyd Barker at gmail.com. The tiny taps there of hatchling flippers on the inside of a bucket after they are rescued by the Department of Environment. The Little Cayman District Committee of the National Trust's chair, Greg McTaggart, released the 45 baby loggerheads into the sea Tuesday evening. DOE staff rescued the babies from a nest when they got stuck in the roots of grass that had grown over it. And that's your evening news. For Radio Cayman, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins.